Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, loving Jesus by loving people. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. yoke was easy and his burden was light, meaning that he was not going to weigh people down with laws and commandments and religious obligations. The simplest commandment was going to be just to love God and love others. And everything important that we need to do would flow from that basic idea. Not only that, but Jesus would be with us as we live that out. His Holy Spirit would empower us so we would not be doing anything alone or out of our own strength. In that sense, his yoke is easy and his burden is indeed light. This doesn't mean, however, that walking in the way of Jesus is always easy. Sometimes the path of Jesus is the path of sacrifice, the path of self-denial, the path of suffering. Jesus himself walked in these things, and if we're going to follow him and follow his example, that means that we too will sometimes walk in sacrifice and self-denial. We will sometimes walk the path of suffering. We get a glimpse of suffering to come for our newest convert, Saul, who has just encountered Jesus for the first time in yesterday's verses. The story continues in Acts chapter 9, verses 10 through 16, which says, In Damascus there was a disciple named Ananias. The Lord called to him in a vision, Ananias. Yes, Lord, he answered. The Lord told him, Go to the house of Judas on Straight Street, and ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul, for he is praying. In a vision he has seen a man named Ananias come and place his hands on him to restore his sight. Lord, Ananias answered, I have heard many reports about this man and all the harm he has done to your holy people in Jerusalem, and he has come here with authority from the chief priests to arrest all who call on your name. But the Lord said to Ananias, Go! This man is my chosen instrument to proclaim my name to the Gentiles and their kings and to the people of Israel. I will show him how much he must suffer for my name. Now put yourself in Ananias' shoes for a moment. You believe in Jesus, which at the time can lead to persecution and even death. You know a man named Saul is leading the violence against the church, and you know that at any moment Saul or one of his cronies might kick in your door and lead you off to your execution. In the midst of all of that being your current reality, a miraculous encounter happens. While in prayer, Jesus appears to you in a vision and tells you to go and meet this very same Saul. It was gracious of Jesus to appear in such a way, as it likely could only have taken a miracle to get Ananias to go and do this. The man is understandably nervous. If Ananias goes to Saul, Saul might very well arrest him. He has legitimate concerns. But Jesus knows more than he does, as is always the case for all of us. Our excuses may seem legitimate, but if we're not careful, our excuses can excuse us right out of God's will in our life. Jesus declares that Saul has a special calling to take the name of Jesus everywhere, not just to the Jewish people, but to the Gentiles and even to their kings. Saul will also be called to suffer much for the name of Jesus. With his very high calling, there would be a very high price to pay. We know that Saul will willingly embrace this suffering, willingly embrace anything that will glorify Jesus. So the Lord clearly knew who he was picking, and Saul would be a good servant from here on out. We heard in this passage Saul's calling listed in one sentence. His goal in life, his calling, was to proclaim the gospel to Jews and Gentiles and kings. Now that was his calling, not your calling. But now that we think of it, what is your calling? 
If you had to sum up why you're here, why you serve the Lord, what purpose you are functioning in here on earth, if you were to sum that up in one sentence, what would that look like? Now, if you're not sure, and many of us probably aren't, take some time to pray about that. Maybe ask some other people who know you well to help you define it. And as you get some clarity on why you're here and what your purpose is, write it down. It might alter or shift over time, but it will be good to have an understanding of who you are and what God has called you to do. Thank you.